0: Hey, this is Elena. Uh, Welcome to the Along Came English podcast. Uh, For this episode, I thought I would talk about art or more specifically, uh, modern and contemporary art. Uh, I mentioned in a previous episode that I have a small collection of art prints on my walls. Um, I'm not an art expert, but I have some appreciation for art. I'm actually going to use a few questions from esldiscussion.com. If you don't already know, uh, the website is a directory of English conversation questions. This is a really useful website to practice speaking English with a tutor, a language partner, or friend. I really like it because I can very easily pick a topic and there'll be 20 questions to help stimulate a discussion. And there are like over 700 topics in alphabetical order. So you really cannot run out of topics to talk about. Um, Sometimes I don't know where to start on a particular topic. um, So using some of these prepared questions uh, help. Plus uh, browsing through these topics also help me to talk about a wider range of subjects rather than uh, the ones I'm usually drawn to like food or travel. Uh, So I'm going to talk about how I became interested in art, uh, what modern and contemporary art are, uh, a few of my favourite artists and some of their notable artworks, um, a few art installations I've seen over the years and the type of art I generally like or appreciate. Anyway, before we start, our transcripts are available on the website alongcameenglish.com. Or you can read along if you're watching the video on YouTube. And since I'm talking about art, uh, there are links in the transcript on the website. So you can have a look at some of these artworks, um, that I'll talk about on this episode. And if you find this interesting or helpful, uh, please like, and subscribe. It actually helps a lot. Okay. First question, how great is your interest in art? Uh, This is a very broad question. Um, I wouldn't say it's great. Uh, I do appreciate it and I genuinely like it, but I wouldn't say I have a great interest in it. Um, When I was younger, I took an interest in art uh, from time to time, but I didn't really take the time to understand what I personally liked until much later in life. Uh, Growing up, we had some artwork hung up in our house and we had a number of small sculptures and figurines. One painting in particular uh, was this massive semi-realistic one of a half-naked lady with her back towards the viewer. And she had black flowing hair with a flower in it. Um, And I remember this one left an impression on me as a child uh, growing up in a conservative household, and country, and it just struck me as quite risqué. Obviously, what I consider risqué now is quite different. Um, Risqué is an adjective that means slightly indecent and liable to shock, especially uh, by being sexually suggestive. Another one that I quite liked uh, growing up was a painting of a string quartet, um, this one was more modern. It was kind of childlike and simplistic in the way the humans and instruments were shaped. Uh, but yeah, there was there was a charm about it too. Um, a quartet is a group of four people uh, playing music or singing together. A string quartet is a group of people that play stringed instruments, uh, usually with two violinists Uh, one viola player, and a cellist. Uh, For most of my adulthood in Australia, my walls were really bare. And I never really took the time to decorate them with pictures or art prints. Um, I had a small collection of like souvenirs and trinkets that I would decorate my shelves with, but that was kind of it. I think it was only in the last five to six years that I made more of an effort Um, I believe it was when I started watching documentaries that I took more of an interest in art. Uh, There is a BBC documentary series called uh, Modern Masters, presented by Alastair Suk, who is an art critic. Um, There are four episodes, and each episode focuses on one artist. Uh, Andy Warhol, Henry Matisse, uh, Pablo Picasso, and Salvador Dali. I thought it was a really good series. Um, The host uh, talked about the background and context behind the um, artists' notable works and their development throughout their careers. And I think learning about the motivations and story behind a piece of art Uh, helps to bring a lot of depth to the piece and make it more interesting and fascinating. However, I also know that a lot of art in general uh, never get that kind of um, commentary. Um, You often see art kind of at face value uh, without any context. So to me, I find it interesting how differently I interact and appreciate art depending on uh, whether a context is provided. Uh, So yeah, I remember the docuseries fondly, um, even though it's been a while since I watched it. Um, I believe you can still find it on YouTube. And I think it was after watching uh, this docuseries that I started to have more of an interest in art. All right. Uh, Next question. Do you like modern art? I should explain what modern art is. Um, So according to Wikipedia, modern art includes artistic work produced during the period from around the 1860s to 1970s that demonstrates the styles and philosophies of the art produced during that era. Um, It was about experimenting with new ways of seeing, and with fresh ideas about the nature of Uh, materials, and functions of art. Uh, So there was this move away from traditional styles of art uh, towards something abstract that is less literal, uh, less realistic, and sometimes even unrecognizable. Uh, More recent art from the second half of the 20th century to the 21st century is called contemporary art. So even though the words modern and contemporary are synonyms in English, uh, modern art and contemporary art are different. So do I like modern art? Well, yes. Um, Although this period saw a wide range of different styles, it contains my favorite artworks and styles of art and even uh, my favorite artists. So my favorite artist is actually Henri Matisse. Um, He was a French artist who was highly regarded as a leading figure in modern art, along with Pablo Picasso. A few of his uh, more famous artworks include uh, The Open Window, which is an oil on canvas of an open window with a view of a fishing port, um, painted with really bold colors. Uh, La Danse, which is a painting of five naked dancing figures. Uh, La Tellier Rouge, or the Red Studio, which is considered one of the most influential works of modern art, and it depicts uh, Matisse's studio entirely in rusty red. And the Fall of Icarus, uh, which is my favorite, is a print of cutout images depicting the figure of Icarus with a red heart and surrounding yellow stars on a blue background. Now, Matisse was more known for his uh, fauvism style. Um, Fauvism was a very brief movement in the early 1900s where bright and expressive colors were used without regard for the subject's natural colors. And the open window is an example of this, uh, where the boats were painted in reds and blues and the water was painted in pinks. Uh, My favorite artworks from Matisse uh, are his uh, paper collages that he used as a medium in his final years. He was actually bedridden during this time due to abdominal cancer so he could no longer paint or sculpt. So, yeah, he pretty much created this style of art on his bed in his 70s. Uh, a collage is a piece of art made by sticking different materials onto a larger surface. So Matisse would cut forms uh, or shapes from colored paper and arrange them into collages. And I just think they're so interesting. Um, They're so simple, but they have a lot of flow and movement uh, with bold colors and and shapes. And I have two prints of his artworks. Um, I have the Fall of Icarus and Composition Fond Bleu or Blue Background Composition. And if you don't know, the story of Icarus is actually a famous Greek myth. Um, He and his father attempted to escape from Crete, uh, with wings constructed from feathers and wax. Uh, Despite his father's warnings not to fly too close to the sun, uh, Icarus ignored him anyway, Uh, so his wings melted and he fell into the sea and drowned. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, The Fall of Icarus by Matisse is my favourite piece of art, and Our reason for this is rather personal. I actually came across this artwork in the Modern Masters docuseries, and the host um, explained quite passionately about how Icarus, with his beating heart, was symbolic of Matisse's desire to live while he was literally in his deathbed. And during that time when I watched uh, Modern Masters um, was also a particularly dark time in my life. Um, This elderly man uh, had seen himself as Icarus facing his impending death, but was passionate about wanting to live and continue creating. And I thought there was something really impressive about it. Um... And he was able to somehow express that desire and passion into art. And I wanted a piece of that passion for life. Um, I understand that death comes to all eventually, but I wanted to desire to live like he did. Uh, So thankfully, I'm no longer in that headspace. But yeah, it, it really spoke to me. Uh, I also quite like Vincent van Gogh, um, who is a Dutch artist, just so you know, these pronunciations of some of these names are anglicized. Um, they're not the authentic, uh, pronunciation. Uh, Henry Batiste is a French name and Vincent van Gogh is a Dutch name. Uh, and I'm clearly not pronouncing them the way they're supposed to. Anyway. Um, So Vincent van Gogh unfortunately uh, died in 1890 at the young age of 37, so we never really got to see the development of his art style uh, the way that Matisse was able to do. His most famous painting would be The Starry Night, which is iconic. Other notable works include The Bedroom in Arles, uh, The Sunflowers, and I'd say his uh, self-portraits. I actually had the opportunity to visit the Van Gogh Museum when I was in Amsterdam at the end of 2019. Um, I actually got to see the sunflowers and his self-portraits in person. However, uh, the starry night, unfortunately, is in New York. Now, looking back on my visit to the Van Gogh Museum, um, I realized that I'm more attracted to bold and expressive colors in general. Uh, which is probably why I like uh, Matisse so much. Um, Sunflowers was one of the more uh, sought-after paintings there because of the constant crowd uh, standing around it, but I never had a real liking for it and to me the colors are quite muted and subtle. However, I do have a poster of his Cafe Terrace at Night, uh, which is a charming painting of a lit terrace of a coffee house in the evening. And I have a print of the vase with red poppies and daisies. I think I'm more attracted to these paintings because the colors are brighter, bolder, and more striking than than some of his other works. Um, Interestingly enough, the painting that caught my attention at the museum is Paul Gauguin's Armchair. Uh, This was a Portrait in apostrophes of uh, Van Gogh's friend and fellow artist who was absent in the painting. So it was just a painting of a chair uh, with a candle on it. Next question What's the best uh, art gallery you've been to? I don't know if I have a best art gallery I've been to. Uh, I've been to some pretty big ones and some small ones over the years. Um, Here in Melbourne, we have the National Gallery of Victoria, or NGV for short. And it is Australia's oldest, largest, and most uh, visited art museum. They have a permanent collection of over 75,000 works, as well as a variety a variety of exhibitions that run throughout the year and the best thing is entry to the NGV is free but select exhibitions uh, require a ticket. Now I don't know how this compares to other famous art museums in the world um, because I've only been to a few but the NGV is impressive and being able to see the permanent collection for free is a massive bonus. Like if you want to get some exercise uh, while admiring art, you could. It's like shopping at Ikea. You know, you get some walking exercise out of the experience because the place is so big. And better yet, you don't have to pay for anything. Um, and it also has a good variety of art. Uh, they have sculptures, paintings, vases, even furniture and clothes. From Renaissance to Romanticism to modern art and contemporary art. Uh, The last time I went there was maybe several years ago. Uh, We went to see an art installation called Flower Obsession by Yayoi Kusama. So visitors were invited to stick daisy stickers onto the walls and surfaces of a fake apartment built in the gallery. And this wasn't a tiny apartment. Uh, There were several rooms decorated with furniture. There was even a fake bathroom and thousands of daisies covered everything. It was like someone had thrown a bucket of pink and red paint, but the room became covered in daisies instead. So an art installation is a term to describe long-scale mixed-media construction that is often designed for a specific place or for a temporary period of time. Uh, quite often, they're also interactive, like the flower obsession, but they're also immersive because of their size. Now, one of the most memorable art installations I saw at the NGV was Kleineman by Celeste Bouzier mougineau I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, Who is a French artist and composer. Uh, this is more of an acoustic installation, um, White porcelain bowls uh, float on the surface of a blue pool. And the floating crockery uh, would gently circulate around a pool and become percussive instruments as they collide with each other. It's both mesmerizing to look at and soothing to listen to. Uh, Mesmerizing means to have someone's complete attention. Another one is Ai Weiwei's uh, Forever Bicycles. I think I saw this in 2015. Uh, This is a massive installation over nine meters high of almost 1500 bicycles in a kind of a geometric arrangement. It's quite a dramatic and imposing piece of art. Imposing is an adjective that means grand and impressive in appearance. Uh, It's one of those artworks that looks different from every angle, so it is both mesmerizing and unnerving at the same time. I was admiring it from the first floor because it was so big. Um, Unnerving means to make someone slightly frightened. Uh, I'd say these installations are considered contemporary art, not modern art. Uh, Contemporary art is quite different from modern art in that it is more diverse and lacks any uniform principle or ideology. And to me, it's also more encompassing than modern art uh, because it includes a variety of themes such as personal and cultural identity, uh, family, community nationality, and are sometimes even social or political commentaries on certain issues. Uh, Take Ai Weiwei, for example. He is not only a Chinese contemporary artist, he is also an activist. And a lot of his art reflects his own political convictions. Uh, So the Forever Bicycles, um, from what I've read, uh, can be considered a social and even political commentary on China. The use of so many bicycles uh, alludes to China's mass production. And although bikes uh, symbolize freedom and movement in China, the static arrangement of um, immobile bikes can be considered a commentary on the illusion of freedom and the social environment of China. Now, this is not my interpretation of the uh, installation. Uh, Please bear in mind, these are what I've taken from a few articles Uh, I've read about the artwork. When I first saw Forever Bicycles, I actually saw it as the disappearance of the individual um, within an assembly. And I felt that it was emphasizing conformity and homogeneity within a group or society where individualism and uniqueness is rejected. Uh, Conformity is a noun that refers to the behavior that is socially accepted and expected by a group or society. And homogeneity is the quality of being similar or of the same type. Now, I didn't necessarily see this as a reflection of China. I actually kind of internalized it and saw this as a reflection of. My own experiences growing up, and uh, certain groups I've come across or even hung around with in the past. Uh, so yeah, I mean, art is subjective. What one sees is is quite often different from what the artist may have intended. And I remember hearing another person's interpretation of this installation, and he didn't really see it as a social or political commentary. Um, he saw it as something impressive and awe-inspiring and even related it to his experience to a higher power. Yeah. Um. Now, another well-known contemporary artist is Banksy. Uh, he's the one that's famous for the graffiti street art. Um, I'd say the height of his fame was in the 2000s, maybe. I could be wrong. Um, And he's also considered a political activist. Uh, His works has um, included themes of anti-war, anti-consumerism, anti-authoritarianism, etc. A few of his notable works uh, include uh, Girl with Balloon, depicting a young girl and a red heart-shaped balloon. Uh, Lovers in the Air, Flower Thrower, which depicts a protester hurling a bouquet of colorful flowers. Um, I believe this one is an example of his advocacy for Palestinian rights. Napalm, which is one of his uh, more darker artworks, is an image of Mickey Mouse and Ronald McDonald on either side of a naked, crying young girl. And the young girl was actually a subject of a uh, 1972 photograph from the Vietnam War who suffered burns from napalm, uh, which is a highly flammable jelly used in bombs and flamethrowers. Yeah, so a, a victim of war was juxtaposed with symbols of modern capitalism. Uh, Juxtapose is a verb that means to put things close together, uh, usually to create a contrasting effect. I also kind of feel that one of the reasons why certain contemporary artists uh, become famous is because of the shock factor. Banksy could be considered an example of this. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing, but sometimes I just don't get it. There was that banana duct taped to the wall (laughs) that was going for $120,000 in 2019. And I don't know if anybody bought it, um, but it definitely became viral. And the concept piece was actually called Comedian by an Italian artist, uh, Maurizio Catalan. He was also responsible for replacing a toilet at the Guggenheim with a fully functioning gold one back in 2016 called America. Uh, The Guggenheim is a very famous art museum in New York. Um, Apparently there are five Guggenheim museums around the world, but it's the one in New York that's usually referred to as the Guggenheim. But yeah, duct taped banana is considered contemporary art. (laughs) Uh, Personally, I prefer modern art over contemporary art. Uh, Next question, what kind of art do you like? Paintings, sculpture, ceramics, etc. Personally, I prefer paintings and as I mentioned earlier, cut out collages by uh, Matisse. Not that I don't appreciate sculptures or ceramics, um, but I guess I don't enjoy them as much. I also quite like Japanese woodblock prints. Um, I have a postcard with the picture of the Great Wave of Kanagawa by Hokusai. Um, I actually had the opportunity to visit the Sumida Hokusai Museum in Tokyo, which features exhibits on the life and art of Katsushika Hokusai. Um, It's quite funny actually because the building is really contemporary um, but his artworks are I guess you could call old and traditional. I don't know I I just find the contrast quite striking. And as I talked about earlier I do quite enjoy art installations because they're quite immersive and often interactive. Some of the ones I've seen have been quite memorable. However, I don't enjoy sculptures as much. Um, I visited the Hakone Open Air Museum in Japan. Um, It's basically a huge sculpture park with over a thousand sculptures, both outdoors and indoors. And a lot of them were quite interesting. Um, A few of them were designed for children to play and climb, which can be considered more architectural. And the museum also has a Picasso pavilion uh, with over 300 works by Pablo Picasso. Uh, There were some paintings, but a majority of their collection were ceramics. Um, Picasso is an amazing artist, but none of his uh, ceramic artworks or sculptures really stood out to me. And I also find that I usually have to work a bit harder when admiring sculptures. Um, I end up having to walk around it, uh, stand at different angles to see how I feel about it, try to find an angle where I can connect and uh, engage with it somehow. Um, And I'm trying to guess what the artist might want me to see. Uh, So it kind of becomes a bit of a guessing game. I don't know. Am I working too hard? I guess I have a preference for art that's flat, like paintings, uh, because I feel they're a bit more accessible and easier to consume. Um, You can view it from one angle and take it all in and spend a bit more time appreciating it. And it's easier to kind of view it from the artist's perspective and see what the artist might want you to see. And also, it's easier to buy a print of a painting that you can hang somewhere at home. Um, Whereas you can't really do that with sculptures or more 3D types of art. Anyway, I'll finish this episode here. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe if you found this interesting or helpful. Um, Please check out the website and consider supporting uh, Along Came English on Patreon. The links are in the description below or on the website. And don't forget to check out the uh, transcript on the website as well. um, If you want to uh, check out some of the artworks I mentioned in this episode. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Stay safe. Have a good day. And I'll catch you later. Bye.